I am blessed to live with a wonderful woman. This I'm actually married to. <laughs> I better say it that way. <laughs> uh, she is special because she loves sports just as much as I do. She'll even watch a, a hockey game and all. But without sports on, I mean, it's been awful trying to find something to watch. So we, we've been seeking movies all over the place. Even got me to watch the movie Aladdin. Aladdin, you know, with Will Smith is a genie. And that was really a, a cute movie and all this stuff. But you know, that rubbing that, that uh, little lamp and here comes a genie out. And three wishes, three wishes. The trouble about today is we got folks, they don't want three wishes. They want everything to be yes, 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 yes. Give me, give me, give me. Yes, yes. I, I want everything. And so all this is going on. And so the trouble today, these folks don't want to hear the word no. So if the policeman says, no, you can't do that, what we want to do now is defund our law enforcement so they can do whatever they want to. Are we headed for trouble, folks? We're headed for trouble with that. Have you ever seen a spoiled brat in the aisle at a store? How many of you actually wanted to get your buggy and run over them? Oh, excuse me, I didn't see you there. A spoiled brat, we want to get those brats and, and teach them a lesson. The trouble about our society today is those spoiled brats have grown up and they're in our city streets. And they're marching and terrorizing and tearing down our history. What our country was made of. What's happening? Because they don't want to hear the word no. See, there is a time for the word no. It is good for us to hear the word no. And so we're going to be looking at this. That sometimes it's good even to have no to our prayers. No to our prayers. Let's stand on our God's Word. If you're at home, stand up. It might be good for you right now. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, teach us about prayer. Lord, a lot of us are going through the kind of a, a casual prayer right now. Help us through this COVID-19. Help us through this pandemic. Help us in this situation. But Lord, sometimes you're telling us no. And there's a reason. Let us be listening to you. Let us be guided by you. Seek our hearts and point out what we need to change this day for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Be seated. So, we all want yes to our prayers, but what are some things we can learn about that word no? Well, first is no to limited vision. No to limited vision. Have you bought a new phone, a brand new phone? No, I mean, it's right off the shelf, I and mean, it's the brand new, all the technology, and you still get to some parts of this world of ours, and there's no connection? Hmm? Just go down to the place where I grew up, and you will lose connection. I mean, very easy. 
such a way sometime with our prayers, we can lose connection with God. You know, we're not making requests to a genie. We're making requests to an almighty, all-loving, all-knowing God that can answer in His perfect way. In His perfect way, and sometimes that's no. So how do we know we have limited vision in praying? How do we know we have limited vision in prayer? Well, first is to the types of requests. To the types of requests that we make. When's the last time you spent hours in prayer? When's the last time you prayed so hard on your knees that you couldn't get up? You just kind of tilted over and sat on the floor for a little bit before you got up. When's the last time you prayed so hard, so fervently, that when you got up there was a pool of tears where you had been praying face down? When? When, folks? We need to be careful to limiting God. To limiting God. With this COVID-19, how many of you are praying, Lord, keep me from getting sick, right? How many of us have been praying, help me get through this? How many of us are praying, Lord, get rid of this COVID-19? Just get rid of it. Have you ever thought that God might be wanting to teach us something through this COVID-19? That He wants our attention, not just as individuals, not just the church, but as a community of faith in this world. Teach us a lesson. What about if what the Lord wants is for this world, the experts to say, I give up. I give up. I don't know the answer. The answer is God. The answer is God. What about if everyone fell on their knees and said, yes, Lord, you're in control. I mean, the plagues, I mean, right now, we got, what, about another 45 minutes. We're under a weather advisory this morning, don't you know that? Don't y'all know we're under a weather advisory right now? It's because the sand particles that are in the air that is affecting our breathing. What other, I, mean, we, I think the gnats are coming in next week, right? And the frogs a week after that. Look what's happening in our world today. We need to realize no to our lazy prayer life. No to our lazy prayer life. There's all kind of reports out there about prayer and how many folks are doing it. You know, they do all that, those surveys, which sometimes I wonder how true they are. But I'm not going to ask about a report on surveys. I just ask you, how's your prayer life? How is your prayer life? See, we need the need for persistence. Any of you ever have a child, or maybe you were that child, that child as you were growing up, Daddy, Mama, I want some ice cream, 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 I want some ice cream. How many of you bought that child ice cream just to shut them up? Huh? You were so persistent. We need to be persistent in our prayers, don't we? We need to be persistent in asking. I mean, y'all are sitting down right now, and y'all can ask sitting right there, right? You could be laid back on your bed, and you can ask. But ask. But see, we need to also be persistent in seeking. You know what happens in seeking, don't you? You personally got to get involved. Yes, like Catherine and I, we have these battles all the time. All the time. Catherine, have you seen my glasses? And she said, won't you get out of your chair and go look for it? It's seeking. 
I've got to get up from my chair and go look for my glasses. What about if I can't find them? I seek him. See, the next thing in asking and seeking is in knocking. This is serious now. You've got to get really personally involved. Not only do you ask, not only do you start seeking, you start, where is the answer you need? Are you doing that in your prayer life? Are you doing that in your prayer life? See, in knocking, we take these prayers that we have, your prayer list, some of you got written in your Bible, some of you got a sheet of paper, some of you got a notebook at home, and all this, and you start writing out your prayers, but then you start looking, where is God answering in all this? You start getting other people involved. You know, have y'all ever seen folks, I'll go ahead, and I'm probably going to get in trouble saying this, they do this bad on Facebook. I have an unspoken prayer request, but I need everybody to pray. Pray for what? The unspoken prayer request? Huh? Do we do that, folks? Some people do that. If it's that important to you, it's that important to God, it's also important to others. And start sharing. Start sharing these things. But see, when we move from that lazy prayer life you know, going to asking and seeking and knocking, do we find ourselves the blessing of patience? There is a blessing of patience. Do you see me gritting my teeth while I'm saying that? Because patience is not a virtue of mine. I thought, Catherine, you would say amen on that one. My children would say it. Grandchildren would say that. That's not a virtue of mine. But has God brought us to the table of patience right now? Has God brought us to the table of patience? What's going to happen next? The numbers of the cases grow. More death. And we're going to hear those tragic words in a few weeks. No football. How many of you start crying now? Is God trying to get our attention? I mean, you know, He took us and He brought us through this period, but we still kept on with our same, our same attitude about Him, our same attitude about worship. And so He said, you need some more. Well, y'all remember doing this with your children? You need a little bit longer in time out. Is this what happened today? Teaching us. See, no is a part of God's plan. No is a part of God's plan. If God always gave us what we wanted, if God never said no to our wants and our desires, can I go ahead and say this? He's not much of a God. Is that too harsh a word to say? If God always gave us what we wanted, if He never said no to us, He really wouldn't love us, would He? All right, how many of you... Just a hand of te testimony. You don't have to say what it was about. How many of you praise the Lord that he said no to a specific prayer request you lifted up years ago? Amen. Amen. And so we see this. See, just like earthly parents that have to say no to their children. Don't you touch that stove. No. Don't, don't you open, you know, certain little ladies I know that loves to open the car door before the car comes to a stop. No, don't do that. 
Just like that, we have a God that says no. Look at the people he said no to. Moses. Here's a man that, I mean, actually was serving the Lord. And what happened? He made a mistake. No to the promised land. And then the next one is Habakkuk. Now, that, if y'all want a good study for what we're going through in this day and time, study that little book of Habakkuk. He got upset with what the, the political leaders were doing. And then all this, and, and so he prayed, God, zap them. Kind of like I, want, I pray that. Do y'all pray that prayer now, Lord, zap them? Especially that lady from California, just zap her. You know, boom. But God said, no, I'm using them. I'm going to use them, but eventually God got them right where he needed to get them. God's going to take care of these folks today. I just wish you'd do it sooner. But his timing is more perfect than mine. No. And then we see Paul. Paul had a thorn in the flesh. And he prayed. And he prayed. And he prayed. And God did not remove it. We all right now have a thorn in the flesh. Don't we? We all have battles we're going through. And we want to say, Lord, take it away. How many of us are praying, let's get back like we used to? How many of us love to go back January 1st of this year and start all over again <laughs> in the right way? <laughs> what about God says, no, i got something better for you. I've got something better, but it's going to take a little bit longer to get there. So no. And so there we see another one, Jesus. Did y'all realize Jesus didn't want to go to the cross? He said, is there another way, Father? And the Father said, no. And Jesus said, I'll go do it. And he did it. But no, even to Jesus. See, we need to realize it's yes to a heavenly father. Yes to a heavenly father. Like the movie Aladdin, Catherine got me to watch another movie, I Still Believe. How many of you have seen that movie, I Still Believe? It's a great movie. It's about Jeremy Camp and his I'll go ahead and say his first wife was named Melissa. They fell in love while they are in college. And God had brought those two together. And, but she came down with cancer. And uh, thought she was cured. In his concerts, he would ask thousands of people to pray for Melissa with her cancer. And she was healed. She was healed and they got married. And went on a honeymoon. And on the honeymoon, she started getting sick. Rushed back to California, the home. The cancer had spread. I think they got married, was it like October or the end of that year? A few months later, Melissa died. Melissa died. And what happened to prayer? Here was a man serving God and, and his music and leading people to the Lord and, and asking them to pray for Melissa. And, and they thought Melissa was healed. And they get married on the be together just a few months. Just a few months. And she died. God said no. They thought. But what we found out was she was really healed. She got a new glorified body. 
But because of Melissa's testimony, she journeyed, uh, journaled during this time. And her writings and the music that uh, Jeremy wrote about this, I still believe, has touched thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Thousands of people come to know Jesus Christ because of a no that was told to Jeremy in his prayers. And he wrote these words to the song, I Still Believe. Would you bow your heads and listen to these words as I read them? Scattered words and empty thoughts seem to pour from my heart. I've never felt so torn before. Seems I don't know where to start. Though the questions still fog up my mind, with promises I still seem to bear. Even when answers slowly unwind, it's my heart I see you prepare. But it's now that I feel your grace fall like rain from every fingertip washing away my pain. I still believe in your faithfulness. I still believe in your truth. I still believe in your holy word. Even when I don't see, I still believe. The only place I can go is into your arms where I can throw to you my feeble prayers. In brokenness, I can see that this was your will for me. Help me to know you're near. God is still here with us today. Right here in Gaffney, South Carolina at Southside Baptist Church. He's right here. And I want you to think about the no's that you've heard. Things that you've prayed for healing in relationships in situations that you needed the Lord more than ever before. This is a time of invitation. But the first thing I want you to do, the first thing I want you to thank God for the no's that He has told you. Would you pray a prayer right now saying, Lord, thank you for the no's that you have told me. Thank you for the nose that changed my life. Thank you for the nose that made me a better believer, a better follower. Today, it might be a time for you to crawl into the arms of your Heavenly Father. You need forgiveness. He's ready to forgive you. Just confess it. Some of you are weak. Temptation is taking a toll on you. You're feeble. You need strength like never before. Do you still believe? Do you still believe? Do you still believe in His faithfulness? Do you still believe in His truth? Do you still believe in His holy word? Though you may not see it, do you still believe? Give Him praise. 
give Him praise right now. After the service, I'll be here at the front if you need to respond. If you want to talk sometime this week, just let me know. But this is an invitation to just praise God for His goodness and His mercy and His grace. Amen. There's a closing thought. It's right up here. I want you to look at this. An unanswered prayer may be a prayer answered beyond our imagination. God is still good all the time. All the time, God is still good. Even through pandemics, God is good. Even through the difficult times that you're personally going through, and some of you are, I look around, some of you are taking care of families, some of you are taking care of situations, some of you have got major changes coming. But guess what? God's still in charge. I still believe. I still believe. Let's stand.